Welcome to the sixth episode of Boys Peekin'. On today's episode, Coach and Tex-Mex discuss the seventh episode of Twin Peaks first season. Another two-man episode as we uh, wind down the first season of Twin Peaks here. Your host, Tex-Mex, with the coach. Yo. No no bear. He's abandoned us on this voyage. Um, so, any any thoughts you want to give me about this episode before we, we get into it? Well, clearly, uh, clearly setting up a lot for the season finale. Oh, yeah. There's like... like Go for it. Yeah, I was gonna say this. I think this is the most hanging threads we've had in an episode. Yeah, it really is. Like they all three, I guess, subplots. I suppose you could say. You know, you got the cops, the teenagers, and uh, the diner girl and Bobby. Yeah. You know, like Leo's Leo's people. Like those three main plots, all kind of dangle on the thread. That's four plots actually. The the Norwegians and the sawmill as well. Yeah. Horns. Every, everybody's plot is on a hanger, right? Like, yeah, all, and then they're all starting to converge as well. Yeah. But yeah, it was a good episode. Like, there was they really set up a lot. They actually, I was not expecting the episode to end when it did. Like, I was watching it during lunch today. Yeah. And it just like just ends so abruptly. I was like, wait, what? No, what the hell happens, man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're gonna you're gonna hate the season eight finale. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's like, it's a, I, there's nothing I could say right now that will, I don't think that will warn you about what kind of finale you're going to (laughs) get. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and yeah, and I, yeah, and then we'll, we'll, we'll proceed into season two from there, but, um, yeah, so I'll, I'll go ahead and give the, the wiki rundown real quick. Well, I'd say one one takeaway from this episode I got mm-hmm. was Audrey is way more clever than they were, like, leading her up to be. Oh, yeah. Like, you're expecting her to be this kind of just silly girl, like, just has a little crush on Cooper. Well, like the, like the teenagers that are, like, her age and suck ass. <laughs> yeah, they're idiots. And meanwhile, she's so smart and really clever. Yeah. It's like it's it's nice to see in a character, especially in a, in a show this old, to have a have a female character that's like you know actually smart and clever, and not just a damsel in distress. Yeah. Well, so I again, I don't to, to go back six podcasts ago. I do not approve of the Audrey and Cooper ship, but I think this episode especially at the beginning you, i i understand it um especially if it is in the in the style of soap operas um where like everybody's played by like 30 year olds and it doesn't matter right <laughs> yeah it's just nobody the fact that they, you know we say their ages yeah 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 but nobody cares nobody cares nobody cares okay <laughs> <laughs> and i be a little less bad if she wasn't in high school you know it's like yeah. okay young girl like no she is physically still in grade school like that's weird yeah. yeah um of which i don't think we've seen i think we've seen a total of 
two scenes of the uh, high schoolers in high school. <laughs> yeah, there's the bathroom scene from last episode. And the first scene, like, in the school. Yeah, the and uh, James snaps his pencil. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that one girl just goes running from her classroom crying, and the, the, <laughs> super, or the principal is, like, emotionally devastated and cancels school for the day but nobody gives a shit about ronette (laughs) (laughs) still don't care about ronette (laughs) still still, she was um mentioned she's mentioned i know it's like was it last was it this episode or last episode one of of the previous episodes she's been she's been mentioned a couple times but we haven't seen her since we've yeah since I think she was in the background of the scene where Hawk was talking to her parents, but then stopped to chase the one-armed man. Um, yeah. It's, it's not important. It won't come up again. It's been a minute. Um, I can't wait for her to get a gun and shoot Leo. Uh, all right. So <laughs> let's, 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 episode six. Oh, okay. Episode seven of Twin Peaks, also known as, titled as episode six, alternate title, Realization Time. Even though there are no realizations in this episode. No, I don't think so. Uh, Cooper confronts Audrey, convincing her they could never have a relationship. The bird, able to mimic human speech, says, Laura. Which it does wonderfully. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Laura, don't go there. And Leo, no. Before being secretly shot by Leo. Uh, Really quick, this is clearly out of order. Very Uh, out of order. Um, Cooper and Ed go undercover at One-Eyed Jack's, discovering Jack's a dealer. It is a deal? Well, okay, is a blackjack dealer? Yeah, Anyone not a drug dealer. <laughs> it's just a dealer. Um, Catherine discovers Josie has taken out the life insurance in her name, revealing Josie has arranged with Ben to burn down the mill with Catherine inside, allowing Josie to profit and Ben to turn the land into a development project. Audrey eavesdrops on her boss, offering a co-worker a hostess role at One-Eyed Jack's. Using this information, she gains an interview with Jack's madam, Blackie O'Reilly, um, and is hired after she ties a knot in a cherry stem with her tongue. That's, that's all you need in a job interview, right? Yeah, generally. That's how I got this job. Um <laughs> Maddie, James, and Donna find tapes Laura recorded for Jacoby and speculate that Jacoby is the killer. They concoct... Well, I haven't seen concoct ever written in my life. Um, They concoct a scheme. Maddie, who closely resembles Laura, will pretend to be here and lure Jacoby from his office, allowing James and Donna to search it for evidence. Out of revenge for his affair with Laura... Bobby plants cocaine on James's motorcycle while James and Donna break into Jacoby's office. An unseen figure watches Maddie. So that was like jumbled from the actual order of events in like a weird way. Um, let me see. Let me, let me pull up, pull up the, the old scene by scene. So I like this episode. Um, we're kind of closing in on, well, I mean, I, I don't know how that like David Lynch and Mark Frost would be would have been able to delay revealing who the killer is. Like again, because this is like my third or fourth time watching Twin Peaks. 
season one and two. Um, I just, I don't, it, it, I, I get the like frustration that some viewers felt, but also it's just, it's one of those things where I'm watching it and I, because I've, I've seen all the episodes, I like, I totally know who the killer is and stuff. And I don't know how they would even prolong. The I mean, story. it seems like we're right there. Yeah, it feels like we're right there, and um, like, like honestly, I feel like we could have a two-hour episode next episode for a series season slash series finale. You know, right, right, right. Um, it's 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 so nuts to me, but but like the thing is too, I I would love to see that version of the show <laughs> <laughs> where it just keeps going and keeps implying it's other people and, and on and on, but. Um, so we'll get into the scene by scene here. Uh, obviously we pick up right where we left off. Cooper's there. Audrey's naked in his bed. Um, I think I, I'm not hundred percent sure. I think the first line is something like you're a high school girl. I'm an agent of the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the first or third line. It's, it's just he, right. He takes and, an uh, oath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got all that weird stuff written down where he's like she she says something about wants and he's like, but what I want, what I need aren't the same thing, Audrey. And like <laughs> <laughs> um the line I wrote here, because I I think this is what you were you're trying to highlight is um when he's explaining to her that he is not going to sleep with her, um he says, uh, when a man joins the bureau, he takes a sacred like <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's also just classic Cooper. Cooper ever just says something. It's like wrapped in like three lines of exposition to explain why he does something else. Waiting for him to bring up Tibet. But uh, he promises to get molten fries for them and to listen to all of Audrey's um, problems. Which could take all night. Could take all night. Um, and she asks if he has any secrets. And he's like, no, secrets are a dangerous thing, Audrey. Or a dangerous thing. <laughs> so it's just a free, I mean I this is I, one of the better know. acted scenes that we've seen in the show yeah yeah I like, mean, they're, 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 they're give and takes really good and like the subtle smiles that yeah. they give each other are like it's just that's just solid acting you don't see oh, it no, they, in they, this show in general <laughs> the, the, the both of them I think probably have the best chemistry other than like Cooper and uh, uh, like Truman. Dep- Tr- Truman, I'd say the whole police staff and, and, and Cooper interacting is like I mean, it's, very... just, it's mostly just it's Kyle MacLachlan being the best actor on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, everybody else, everybody else is very hammy, and I think that's the direction of the show, but so yeah, yeah I mean, like, that's, I, I don't, I, I I don't know how else that scene was going to resolve, like <laughs> um so that happens and then we fast forward to the police station um andy and lucy are still fighting she has like a doctor's call we learned she was out sick the previous day um and she's all upset about it so it's clearly something upset about it yeah yeah um something i wrote here is so the the doctor the town doctor because there's no veterinarian is there to identify the type of bird it is. And he's just <laughs> flipping through textbooks. There's like two textbooks. <laughs> and oh, it says, uh, it says a minor can, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's what the book I, says. <laughs> it's what the book, yeah. That's literally one of his comments. It's like, oh, that's what the book says. And I you, I watched that and I'm like, wow, how antiquated. But the thing is, like, now it would just be the same person but doing it on their smartphone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what it's what Google says. Um, I just thought that was cute. And then I wrote here in a note, like, interrogate the bird. Um, <laughs> uh, I think they're, they're just saying, like, we got to keep feeding the bird so that it, it, it calms it's got to get healthy and it can start yeah. mimicking again because somehow they're still relying on this bird to be a witness which would not hold up in court here's the thing <laughs> we were we've been following a man's dreams so that's true <laughs> the, this this bird law situation actually probably has more legs to stand on I mean, it does make a little bit of sense because if it's mimicking what Laura would be saying, like it would actually, it would make sense. Also, like the bird, he hands uh, Truman the picture of the bird. It's like it's Laura. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they they physically can connect it. Well, sort of, right? You don't see Laura's face, but theoretically, you can. Yeah. Imply- it- um, it's just like how it again none of this is yeah. ever gonna hold up in court <laughs> also like there's a, it's really short but like there's a couple like interactions where it's like cooper's like i don't like birds um because <laughs> the doc's trying to get him to feed him and then it's like uh he this is a great thing i wrote down between the doc and the uh uh sheriff where he's like uh, got any apples and the sheriff tells him like oh i think at the bottom of the fridge and he's like these grapes are right on the edge and then walk out of the scene. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I just, I, I don't, that, that gets a giggle out of me every time. Like that, that like David Lynch, like, no, no, no. Every mundane thing needs to be like, needs to happen. Um, yeah. Cooper breaks out the voice activated recorder. Um, they, which is something cool that I didn't know existed. I don't, it might be made up for the time, honestly, but, uh, um, bookhouse boys are going over the border is what I wrote here, which is like, I, Cooper's been so by the book. It's, uh, it's nuts to me that he's like the first person to propose, like, let's enter somewhere. We don't have jurisdiction with the bureau's money. (laughs) Well, that's a little like. Are they? I wasn't totally clear on that. Is he just using the bureau's money, or did he tell the bureau and he is using some of the money that they? So my understanding is, um, cash like that is generally kept in like evidence and used, um, and this could be completely wrong, and used like for like fake drug buys and stuff like that. Now. I don't know if they were saying that it was that type of money or if it was like some special stipend from the Bureau, but he said he had to return it. So I assumed it was more along the lines of like seized property uh, that they like. So like he's not supposed to be losing this money. Right, right. The FBI also like seizes cars and like stuff from like drug dealers and like will sometimes they, they don't sell them. They'll just hold on to them and use them as like undercover cars and stuff like that right so i assumed it was something like that is that it's it's borrowed money i think he's he's supposed to say what it's for so i don't know if he said like casino in canada (laughs) um or just lied and said it was for something else but so so that happens 
Uh, fucking ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be almost twenty thousand dollars in today's money. Um, Either way, even ten thousand today's money would be a non-small amount. Buy a boat for that. Um, Could be anything. Buy a boat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we get a scene of Leo watching Bobby while listening to the police radio from like. 30 feet away with binoculars. Um, Josie's big mouth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, just, I didn't need the binoculars. He also has a scope on his rifle. Like, Right, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, Leo's watching Bobby go into the house, talk to Shelly. Shelly um, was a mess after shooting her husband. Yeah, I would imagine. He raised his arm. His arm didn't look that bad. He's a little bitch. <laughs> I mean, he, he had just gotten his ass kicked by Hank. Let's not That's forget true. That is also true. Um, she- Shelly's starting to piss me off. Most of you, because anytime you see her, it's always with Bobby, and Bobby is the worst. <laughs> yeah, Bobby and Shelly suck. Um, uh, yeah, Bobby. Bobby's going to deal with everything. He says he's going to deal with Leo. He's going to deal with James. Which, again, James isn't Shelly's problem. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand his obsession with James. Like, all right, so... He- he was sleeping with your girl behind your back, but you were also doing the same thing. It's not like you actually cared that much about Laura. <laughs> yeah, and it's clear also that the, the relationship between him and Laura wasn't good. Um, like, the, in, in the Jacoby scene the last episode, where he's, like, crying and stuff. Yeah, he's just, like... He clearly doesn't care for Laura. Like... <laughs> But he, he's obsessed with, like, for some reason, he, not even, like, I'd even get it if he's, like, okay, I'm going to beat the crap out of him for sleeping with my girlfriend, whatever. That's just yeah. teenage high school dumb. He's, like, no, I'm going to fucking kill him. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. A little severe. Just, just a bit. Um, yeah, Leo, Leo is getting ready to shoot Bobby, but then hears over the, the police radio from uh, Lucy that uh, there's a bird that's going to be a witness, and I guess he puts it together and, and drives off. Um, also, he just he just walks right up to the the place and shoots the bird. Like, oh yeah, later. <laughs> that was way too easy. That was hilarious. Uh, I I wish we got a, a a quick scene of like literally the barrel of the gun pressed against the window. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we get a, a brief scene of the Scoobies. I think uh, listening to Laura's tape that they found in the bedpost last episode. Yeah. Um, and they're going to continue to be stupid about it. Yeah, they don't They don't take it to the cops. They, they said they're going to come up with a plan. Which um, is an idiotic plan. Yes, indeed. Uh, we get horn, uh, horns, the big horns department store scene. So Audrey is clearly a bad saleswoman. Um, I love that scene. Like, she's doing what you want to do to every customer ever in a retail job. <laughs> well, when your daddy owns the store, um, what is it? She says, she's like, a woman's trying to buy a perfume, and she's like, here, try this one. It smells like a forest. <laughs> <laughs> I want and then she's, fruit. <laughs> yeah, something fruity, and she's like, fruity and she's and then the woman trying to purchase the perfume is like you know like a fruit um but then yeah she's like i want to make a statement or something and, and audrey's like why don't you wear it around your neck you know it is an accessory a statement and a perfume two for one so oh. yep 
that one gets upset. The uh, creepy store, Horns Department store manager, uh, tells one of the the also, other girl working at. Hold on, before we get there, like the guy yeah. that's just standing there, stocking the shelves, and he's like, "Oh, there's an accident outside," and he just fucking leaves. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. I wrote that. Um, so yeah. So she, Audrey's bed saleswoman, the dude, uh, the creepy department store owner, comes over, uh, tells, kind of tells the other girl to meet him in his office. Audrey goes to the bathroom and then hides in the closet, closet right? while smoking a cigarette, though. Yes, yes. Now, Literally while smoking a cigarette. Back then, yeah, everything would have smelled like cigarettes, but like you, they would have been able to tell there's someone smoking a live cigarette in the next, like in the closet next door to them with the shades open. <laughs> within within two feet of me. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. She tells the, the, the guy stocking the shelves to get him out of there, like, there was an accident, like a bus or something. <laughs> he just like gets up and leaves. Like, okay. He's like, oh no. Um, so the the girl that the the creepy department store uh, manager is talking to, he gives her a gift, and it's like a, a I don't know what it is. it's like a unicorn, right? It was I don't a know. Unicorn. It's a glass unicorn or something like glass that. Glass unicorn. Okay. And it's really funny. I don't know if it's just the actress or she was like directed to, to be like flipping about it but she's like wow unicorn <laughs> it's like super flat and awkward um and then he's basically uh, asking her to be a prostitute yep and she seemed and, very okay with it yeah she's she seemed pretty okay with it and he's like you know uh uh oh god what did he call it um an escort he he didn't say escort he I, or maybe he did it was like a uh comfort girl or luxury girl or something he's like you know to keep the the wealthy uh clients happy and she's like that sounds cool as long as they're wealthy (laughs) (laughs) um there's the little black book that has ronette's name in there so yeah she did get called out in this episode so she she goes into the office afterward and gets the little black book to see ronette's name and, and all that stuff um we get a brief scene of hank talking about prison to Shelley and baiting out Big Ed's name. Um, and then being like, uh, Big Ed, like while staring at the camera pretty much. And then he steals a lighter from just a, a, a yeah. patron. Just to show you that he's still evil, you know? Because that wasn't already in there from him beating the shit out of uh, Leo. Leo, yeah. <laughs> and like very much still being into the drug trade. No, we had to see him steal a lighter from a customer in order to realize that he's not a nice guy. Yep, Truman comes in and pretty much threatens Hank like to go to, to do his parole or he's gonna lock him up. And <laughs> Hank storms off and uh, Truman's like, we can't stay, we gotta go. And we get the um, a very big, a great Cooper moment where he's like, give yourself a present. <laughs> <laughs> um, like Christmas. Like Christmas. Like Christmas. Uh, what is it? It's uh, don't plan it. Don't wait for it. Just let it happen. Once a day. Give yourself a present. Which um, is a terrible advice. No, it's good. It's solid advice. And then we get a, a scene of two two cups of coffee. <laughs> um, we get a, a brief scene. I think we get two uh, of the soap opera within a soap opera scenes. But this one is uh, Chet shooting... Uh, Whatever the dude's name is, Daytona or his 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 
evil brother-in-law. And Nadine's watching him and she's like, you get him, Chet. Uh, <laughs> she's depressed eating bonbons because the patent fell through for her silent drapes. Yeah, because, um, you know, that was always going to be a good thing. Yeah, and uh, Ed, Ed tries to comfort her. And, also, Ed's outfit is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, we get a brief scene of Sheriff Truman at uh, Josie's. And he's talking to Pete about a trophy fish, and we get that's that's the majority of the scene is them talking about the trophy fish, and then it's a <laughs> tiny little bit about Jersey, um, or it might be it might be like thirty or forty sixty, but it, it it's it's I so he got the, the trophy fish taxidermied at Tim and Tom's taxidermy. I don't know if you caught that. <laughs> um, he's complaining about the size. He's like, oh, when I caught him, he was this big, and. Uh, you know, Truman's like, it's still a very nice trophy. And he's like, you know, it's, it's sizes and everything or whatever. And Pete's like, yeah, sizes and everything, I guess. And, like, as, and then as he, like, looks down at yeah. Truman's dick. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he, he starts to question Josie. And she clearly starts to panic about her being there at the motel taking pictures. Um, also, she's think, always whispering. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's that whole thing with the uh, fire. Um, she tells him basically the the you know the the plan is for them to burn down the mill at like her expense or whatever, and she won't let it happen. But clearly, she's now in on it, and we know she's in on it. So, and we'll find I, out that she's more in on it than we even realize later in this episode. <laughs> Yeah, actually. <laughs> um, then we get a great scene of them all dressed up for the casino. Um, <laughs> Cooper's in a freaking full tux and Ed's in wearing a bolo tie and like yep. a, I don't yep. know what the pattern shirt that's called, but <laughs> it's it's amazing. Their outfits are fucking great this episode, and that's when Cooper's like, "I like a, it's 10k from the bureau, and he has ten thousand dollars in cash." And he says, "I like to bring back a ten to fifteen percent cut uh, uh, when uh, I when I uh, bring it back." <laughs> yeah, which like, is just, how confident is he a blackjack that he can do that? Which is just hilarious that like that would be Cooper's standard. Like, of course it would be, right? Not uh, even just like breaking even, which is an accomplishment at a casino. No, it's a ten to fifteen percent increase. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then he says, "We're gonna say we're from the Tri Cities." Uh, and Ed, Ed, Ed fucks it up within five seconds. <laughs> yeah, when they get there. <laughs> so uh, Audrey, we get a, a um. Well, a Coop, where... Cooper and uh, Truman are talking about Josie and like. Yeah, yeah. If he trusts her, like Cooper, Truman tells him all the stuff Josie told Truman. Yeah. And Cooper kind of questions him and he's like, what are you getting on about? And he's like, well, do you trust her? And he's like, I do. Or like, I love her or whatever. And he's like, well, that's all I need to hear. And like, I guess that means they're going to do something about it later. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, then we uh, get Audrey. Audrey keeps missing Cooper. She's trying to leave him a message um, about what she knows. Uh, we get a scene of... Uh, uh, Miss Martell, as it were, oh, yeah. uh, her new life insurance policy. 
that she didn't um, know about. <laughs> she didn't know about. I don't. I didn't catch the lawyer's name. I. I don't think he shows up again in in person. But um, it's just Mr. Lawyer, lawyer looking guy. Yeah, the lawyer was like, "Yeah, we always get five signatures." Uh, I thought it was weird that I never met you, and I was writing <laughs> this life insurance policy. That, so he 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 pretty much says like, "I withheld the 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 fifth signature." So I could like meet you in person and she pretends like she knows what's going on, but then also like kind of asks him if he wants to do a scheme with her, a ruse, if you will. Um, He's like, she's like, are you an ambitious man? And he's like, one likes to think so. Um, But yeah, so now she knows she's getting double crossed uh, because all of her life insurance money is just going to go to Josie. Um, instead of Pete, her husband. <laughs> <laughs> um, not that I think she would even have Pete in her will because she kind of sucks, but just saying. She also clearly hates her husband. And also, yeah. like, who in their right mind would think that someone would want to give a bunch of life insurance money to Josie? Like, what's the reason behind any of that? <laughs> Technically her sister-in-law. Oh, okay, yeah, I guess. That, that's, that's the only barely connection um uh, also i don't know if i i you caught it but i think truman says that like uh um jerry and and what's her name have been like seeing each other on the side for a while now so it's like an open secret in the town yeah Um, uh we're in the police station uh there's a box of fake mustaches and wigs oh my god it's so bad (laughs) um i love that <laughs> I love that Ed's must uh first of all his mustache is great, but I love that his wig isn't that different from his normal hair. I just want to point that out. Yeah. Um, he doesn't look any different. He just looks like he has a shitty mustache on. <laughs> yeah. And I also love that he's like Cooper's like top top left compartment, there's a wig for you. Um and Ed's comment is you think it'll fit? I got a big head. <laughs> <laughs> and that was but I love those little touches in this show. Like oh. That's what gives this show a little bit more life because without those things, you don't feel as connected to the world and connected to the character. Whereas those small things are just little, little moments where they make the characters actually human to you, you know, you're living in this small town and that's the stupid stuff that, you know, the, it's a slow moving town. Not much happens here. So anytime something relatively small happens, it's got to be mentioned and it really brings you within the universe, which is nice. Yeah. We get a dummy extra thick shot of uh, the donut table. Um, (laughs) Then they shoot the bird and clearly just strawberry sugar water. It's so thick and bright. The bird starts to talk. And they shoot the bird. Somebody shoots the bird. But I mean, we get a we get a shot of Leo running. Yeah, we away. we know it's Leo. We know it's Leo. Um, we uh, uh, get Cooper turns on the the tape and is like, first he hears them talking, right? Then about the bird getting shot, and then he rewinds it, and he gets Lucy feeding the bird an orange. <laughs> <laughs> um. So like that's that's another one of those little touches where they could have just gone straight to the the recording of the bird, but let's have everybody sit, listen to the rewind. It's Lucy talking. Nope. <laughs> Fast forward. And then it's it's the, the bird saying, like, I think it was in the wiki thing where it's like Leo no. Yeah, it's like Laura, Laura, hurting me. Yeah, hurting me, yeah. 
would you like to play? Yeah. <laughs> so we they don't act on that because they have to go to. Um... Obviously, this casino is our priority right now. <laughs> yeah, somebody's somebody's mill's about to be burned down, and somebody shot their witness, the bird, and they know who did it, kind of. Uh, but you know what? This Canada casino thing, which is getting, I guess they want to get a hold of Jock, um, is is the priority. So but honestly, they don't, Jock's like not even that much of a player in all of this. Like, just go straight to Leo. <laughs> right. Like Leo, Leo is literally within the the borders of your jurisdiction. <laughs> and like, you gotta assume it was him shooting the bird. Like, they're not that stupid. So <laughs> yeah. Um. So Cooper and uh, Big Ed go in. There's lots of baseball talk at the beginning there. Uh, uh, euphemisms, I guess. And then uh, they introduce themselves as Barney and Fred. <laughs> Which is the Flintstones, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> and I, I literally, as I was reading it and looking down at it, it's, it's the same thing as Ben and Jerry, where I was just like, wait a second. Uh, so they introduce themselves as Barney and Fred and uh, Cooper's Barney and Blackie is there uh, kind of like I, I guess feeling him out is the best way to put it and like uh, ask them like where they're from like what are they doing and uh, as they enter the casino flash brothel and um, uh, like you said um, Ed screws it up aka Fred and, and he just looks so bad <laughs> Yeah, he looks terrible. <laughs> well, she, she, he looks like a cop. <laughs> well, the Cooper's like, I'm the cop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Also, they don't, like, match. And they're like, we're from the Tri-City. We're, uh, and yeah, he's like, what do you do, Fred? And he's like, I run a gas station. <laughs> and then looks at Cooper and then looks back at her. And he's like, I mean, I'm a dentist. <laughs> Dental hygienist. Well, my, uh, what is it, my car has like a <laughs> root canal or something yeah my chevy needs a root canal out back or something and he's like and then he goes hard at black you like <laughs> yeah 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 um he's oh so i wrote part of it down here it's uh he's like i thought uh uh when i saw you i thought like i hope she needs some gun gum work under the hood <laughs> She's like, oh, like I like Fred, and at that point, Cooper's just smiling ear to ear, and he's like, "Fred's a prince." <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Also, there's a brief moment where Cooper's just straight up talking into his wire. Oh my god! Like he's pretending to adjust his glasses, but he's talking for like a minute straight. Yeah. <laughs> and he also he's talking to Hawk, but he's talking like the way he talks to Diane. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's yeah. Like very matter of fact, just speaking to the. Yeah. Then they, not, that we've, they, not that we've ever seen Diane. No, uh, Fr- Fred goes to Big Head goes to Craps, I think, and Cooper goes to play blackjack. The uh, Scoobies, I think we get like a brief scene. I don't even think there's any talking. Where it's they, her they, sneaking out of the house and going to the yeah. gazebo. Yeah, to the gazebo. Do they put the wig on her then? Yeah, and then she's walking up to James. And he's like enamored with her, with the yeah. the stupid piano music going on. <laughs> dun, dun. Did they did they put the blonde actress in a like black haired wig, and then later put her in a blonde wig? 
<laughs> and both wigs are awful. <laughs> yeah. Um, they didn't really say anything. Uh, Other than clearly James is an over Laura dying, even though he's yeah. totally madly in love with uh, what's, what's her, her face? Honestly, Donna. Donna. She's Donna. the worst. Yeah. Um, we get a scene of Ben and Jerry um, eating ice cream and <laughs> put, putting the Norwegians to bed. But then he's like, Jerry's like, Ben, why haven't they signed? Why haven't they signed? And he's like, oh, they want to they want to close the deal at one eye jacks. And he's like, who told them about one eye jacks? So <laughs> also, why was... can't they know about it? Like, it's not important. <laughs> I think he just wanted him to sign that night. It sounds like he just didn't want to go. Yeah. Um, they were eating ice cream, dude. You don't also, I just looked it up. Ben and Jerry's was made in seven, originally seventy eight when it was founded, so very easily could have been a reference. Oh yeah, because this was this was in eighty nine. Yeah, I, I think, think so. filmed in eighty nine or, or, or ninety. But um, so uh, he calls up Blackie and uh, well, wait, it, singing ninety nine bottles of beer on the wall. He's like, you simply have got to teach me these songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i forgot about that uh he's like road ben yells like road trip back in the van um oh no he doesn't call black he calls josie um yeah, he calls I... josie uh and prison dude what's, what's her name needs to be at the mill tonight because i think the fire's supposed to go off tonight and then that's, yeah, why he gets, is, that's, that's why he needs to sign it tonight because that's how he gets the money. Yeah, Hank is there being creepy as fuck. Um, Which we don't know why he would be there. I mean, he did something for Josie. I, I think it's implied that he killed Josie's husband for her. I don't know. Alright. I don't think it's ever just said. And then he's also like, is it intimate or like, yeah, because he takes off his jacket and it's just weird. Um, and he's like sucking on this domino and he's talking to her. I don't know. It's uh, Hank's, Hank's a fucking weird dude. Uh, so Audrey's bought was brought into to meet Blackie, and Blackie just like throws away her resume because she's like, clearly, you're lying, right? Um, I was a little disappointed, Audrey, in that respect it was like she just totally fell for the like the dog name bit i was like oh come on we could have seen this one coming <laughs> yeah yeah she gets, she gets caught in a lie pretty quick and um she's like why shouldn't i ship you back to the states and then she audrey ties the uh cherry stem with her tongue and the thing is i was so hoping it takes a long time like all things considered like in a in a, in a different show or movie like nowadays They'd pop the stem in and they'd pop it out in like a second. And it takes like, I want to say it takes like 20 or 30 seconds. And <laughs> she eats the cherry first and then puts yeah. the stem in her mouth. And yeah. then like nothing is skipped. Yeah. And Blackie's just watching. I was so hoping she just wouldn't be able to do it or like choke on it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she does it. And then uh, Blackie's like, you're, you're hired. Um, we get a, a a scene where Ed's like, "Oh, do I have to pay that money back because I lost it?" And <laughs> come out of my winnings. He's like, "Yeah, it'll come out of my winnings." He's like, "Can 
he tells him to, to play blackjack with him. He's like, I, I'm not good at blackjack. He's like, can you count to 10? <laughs> <laughs> on a good night. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, on a good night. And he's like, oh, then you can win at blackjack. <laughs> also, Which, the not subtle book boy. Uh, what's the oh, name? yeah. The, the, <laughs> like the, the, the swipe the of the eye. It's like so unsubtle. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's a, it, it's you take your, your pointer, put it at the top of your nose. Uh, under one of your, or next to one of your eyes, and you slide it all the way down your fucking face. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, uh, it's please let's announce to the world that we're doing something. <laughs> yeah, it's not a natural gesture. Also, like you don't want to be caught fucking counting cards, and you're like sitting at the blackjack table making signs to each other. Um, <laughs> so Jock Jock becomes the dealer, and uh, you know Big Ed gives the sign, and he's a dealer, which you know, knowing Lynch, that's not a coincidence he's the dealer but he's also a dealer yeah yeah drug dealer blackjack dealer it's the same thing yeah um okay here's the uh jacoby is watching the other scene of uh whatever the fake soap opera is well eating a very fruity drink you're drinking with a friggin like hunk of pineapple in there I <laughs> I love that he's just obsessed with Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's aloha. He's got a freaking yeah. his shirt is tie. He's got a Hawaiian shirt on the desk. Yeah. Also, uh, why is why is she still wearing the wig while on the phone? <laughs> they already filmed the scene that they're about to show him. <laughs> yeah, so so um I don't all I know is that somebody on the soap opera said, Jade, here's the old times. Um the Scoobies make the fake phone call. Jacoby's like, you're not Laura. And she's... It's so weird for an actress to be doing an impression of herself. I think she does a good job. Um, but also, why didn't they think this is work? He literally saw Laura's dead body. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There is zero reason that he would actually fall for this. And they thought this would work somehow. Yeah, they, they give him a videotape that they filmed in the park or whatever with like the the current newspaper i think they tell him to go to one place but he looks at the video and he sees the gazebo so he goes there where they filmed it right yeah and then she that's the end of the episode is her waiting there so somebody pulling up we have to assume it's him there's also somebody breathing very heavily we get two scenes of heavy breathing somebody watching her um it's just it'll be resolved, but like, yeah, the, there's there's somebody like breathing very heavily, like, like <laughs> watching her. Um, and Bobby somehow follows them all the way to Jacoby's office. <laughs> yeah. He does. Also, why does why does Jacoby wear the freaking red and blue glasses? <laughs> I, you know, is he looking at three D everything all the time? Like, yeah. No, I'd just well, be annoying. He's. He's quirky. That's their way of saying he's quirky or whatever. But like, somebody I didn't get it from um, him wearing a turtleneck and a tie at the same time. Right, right. <laughs> somebody, somebody's a uh, uh, big-brained, uh, four-hour uh, Twin Peaks explained theory video. When it comes to Jacoby, is like he is what his character everybody as 
three-dimensional characters and not their flat archetypes. And that's why you can see through Bobby and make him cry and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and we're going a little too far with that. <laughs> uh, it doesn't... On the on the long list of shit we can watch Twin Peaks related, the, the four hour YouTube explanation video is uh, it's pretty wild. I think Red Letter Media like shit on it. <laughs> um, I really want to watch the RLM stuff after we finish this. Yeah, I think so. I think they've only done the movie Firewalk with me, and then they yeah. have season and their third season videos. I think altogether they're like an hour or two hours, and. Maybe it's an eight-hour twin. It's a long-ass Twin Peaks explanation video, and um, the guy, the the it's, it's Jay and somebody else. It's it's the uh, um, the bald. Uh, I think they're like we we listen to it or, or we before everybody comments like yes we know there's like a five-hour Twin Peaks explain YouTube video we didn't watch it like we really we're not interested. <laughs> um, and I think Jay's like, I gave it a shot, and I was like, okay, this is interesting. But the dude in the video was so smug and like, no, this is the only, this is the accurate, this is the the true way to understand Twin Peaks. And Jay's like, yeah, you're full of shit. Like, <laughs> uh, it's an interesting video, and uh, uh, we can, if we if we want, we can do RLM and. The <laughs> long all right, but anyways, Bobby Bobby put something in his – is it cocaine? Is he trying to blow him up? I don't know what's going on in that no, scene. I, it's, it's, it's not the – I don't think it's the gas tank. I thought it was the gas tank the first time. It looks I like watched. the gas tank. Are you sure? I thought – No, he pull, he pops a lid off. Yeah. Maybe it is – I guess it is the gas tank. No, it's got to oh, be yeah. the gas tank. It couldn't be anything else. Right. So, yeah, he, throw, he throws cocaine in the gas tank and – He'll, that'll be resolved next episode, I think. Two episodes from now, because um, he's trying to frame them for having. Yeah. Which you know this ruined this kid's life with drug possession for no freaking reason. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's Bobby. <laughs> he's he's so quirky. <laughs> he's so he's so quirky. Um. Yeah. I. What's what was your uh, um least favorite action in the episode. Uh, I just, I really hate any scene with Bobby in it. And that's like Shelly. I, I normally like Shelly, actually. Like, I don't mind her character yeah. at all. Um, But anytime Bobby. her and Bobby are together, it's just so annoying because he just has that face. Like, I swear they hired him because he's just got that face that just pisses you off looking at it. And then, you know, he's... He's always trying to be Mr. Tough Guy, even though we know he's a gigantic little bitch. <laughs> like, like I, we, we we also knew that before even the Jacoby scene, right? Like, the way he's like like a, a fucking scared puppy around Leo and stuff, like ninety percent of the time. Yep. Um. Yeah, that's uh, Bobby sucks, and uh, he's bringing Shelly down, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, she's better than okay. him. So I'm trying to get at. Oh yeah, she is for sure. Um, what about a, a favorite part of the episode? Mm. Yeah, I mean it's got to be the opening scene. 
with Cooper and uh, uh, Audrey. It's just, it's so well done. It's it's hard to beat that. Like, there are other moments that I really enjoy. Like, I really love the putting the wire and the wig scene on. Like, it's just funny mm-hmm. to watch. And <laughs> just, like, the way they're setting they, it up and all those little small moments. Yeah, the, the characters just, uh, the actors, I think. the Those two actors have, like, the best chemistry. And I... I said that earlier and now I'm just like through my head running like their scenes like as a super cut and it's like I I do think like if I if you had to pick two people who I think worked the best and I could just watch them yeah like I could I could I could watch those two actors in these roles for a whole episode right and I don't think it would feel long the Bobby and Shelly stuff it drags on you. The, the, it the, does. It could be like a two-minute scene and it's like, oh my god, is this over yet? <laughs> the, the Donna stuff drags. Um, Donna and, and James and... Uh, yeah, the Scooby uh, Gang. The Scooby Gang, yeah. Um, the, the police stuff is good too, but like, like Audrey and Cooper are just such a great two people to have on screen together yeah and they work they work well together they've got like you said they just got chemistry as actors and it's just like i think that that hotel room scene where it's just like watch their facial expressions like go rewatch that scene and watch their facial expressions like it's subtle smiles side glances head movements it's all this subtle cinematography and subtle facial stuff that it's like those aren't the things you think about like the first time you watch something Mm-hmm. And then you watch oh, yeah. it again, and you're like, "Oh wait, that's why this scene worked so well." Yeah, oh for sure. So last last uh, questions. I mean, the 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 donut plate made me like hungry and want donuts. Like oh, that was a always. that was a a fucking brutal like close up. Like you look at all the these fucking donuts before I pan up and we shoot the bird. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> and then they just pour strawberry jelly on it. <laughs> <laughs> How funny would it have been if, like, the bullet ricocheted and blew up one of the donuts? <laughs> honestly, the blood looked so fake. I honestly thought he just shot a donut by accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's what Jay Boner said when we watched it. Like, did he? Did they shoot a donut? <laughs> um, okay, and uh, I, we've asked it every episode. Who are you leaning toward as the uh, the killer right now? Oh man, I really don't know, but. Like, I think it's got to be something with Leo. But, I mean, yeah. like we said last last week, it's just, like, it's all interconnected now where it's hard to separate one thing into another. It could have been anybody. Like, it could have been the Horn, you know, Benjamin. Yeah, Benjamin Horn. Like, he could have gotten wind because she was working at One-Eyed Jacks and somehow she got involved and saw something she shouldn't have. So now he needs to yeah. kill her. Very easily could have been Leo and Jacques are uh, well, holding her hostage, and needed they ended up just killing her. Yeah, well, if we if we if we do believe in dreams, um, the log didn't the log say there's a third man? Yes. So theoretically, the third man log theory would. Uh, <laughs> exempt Jacques well it wouldn't exempt them but it would it would throw another person into the mix like you're saying like uh the horns or whatever yeah at, th- at this point you gotta say it's horn because we already saw him connect with leo yeah um but there's also <laughs> hank was in jail yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> hank would be your obvious one because we already know he's a killer and he's a pos 
Mm-hmm. So, but Bobby killed the guy. Bobby, Bobby killed the guy. <laughs> I don't think it was Bobby. I don't think it was any of the teenagers. Yeah, me neither. What if it was Audrey? Um, That'd be a hell of a twist. <laughs> all right, uh, it's it's witching hour. You have anything you want to go out on? Um. Yeah. So, I mean, like. I've been trying to work on like my critical thinking skills, especially watching this show. Okay. Where, you know, you're looking at different scenes and trying to bring different characters and their motives and, you know, alibis and this kind of stuff. And I figured, you know, uh, kind of like one of those apps, you know, that like test your brain. Yeah. Yeah. So I figured, you know, what better way to test critical thinking than playing a board game? Yeah. That makes sense. You know, most most people think risk or monopoly or, you know, something like that. I went for this game called Stratego. Oh, never heard of it. Yeah. So it's this game where you've got to try to capture your opponent's flag. You've got to set your pieces up in a specific strategy in order to try to counteract what your opponent's doing, but also setting yourself up to get through all of their pieces. So you don't want to go in too hard, go in too light, you know, because you'll either you'll lose all your pieces one way or the other. So you've got to be really strategic. You've got to really use those thinking skills to develop new strategies to whoa. try to take your opponent out. Whoa, 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 whoa. This sounds very complicated. I don't, I don't, I can really only do board games, board games on a, um, on a grid style map. I, this sounds way too complicated. Well, see, here you go. It is a grid style map. Oh, baby. So it's actually pretty easy to set up. You just take the pieces out, and you you should make your strategy as you go. And you play a couple games, and you learn how to play. And, you know, it, it's just it's good, clean fun. It's really not that hard. It's it, it's just it's a good game. <laughs> okay. I'll give it a shot. I'll, I'll look it up and see if I can Amazon it or find an app. Um, with that, 